This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. Welcome back to Hypothetically Sound. Glad you guys are tuning in with us today. Hope everything in your life is going well. Clearly, we have been gone for a little bit, but we are back with another episode in our cryptid series. How are you doing, Alec? I'm doing pretty good, dog. Hey, Rand, Rand, I have a question. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. So, 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 listen, 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 listen. I, I've been thinking about this actually for a little bit now. So, you know how chickens are related to dinosaurs, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. They're like descendants or some shit. Yeah. Do you think that means like a T Rex tastes like chicken? I'm gonna say maybe. Because everything tastes like chicken, right? That's what everybody says. Oh, it tastes like chicken. Oh, it tastes like chicken. Is that because just chicken is bland? I think, yeah, I think or, chicken just has a universal taste, you know? Yeah. But. Or is the Matrix failing and it doesn't know what chicken tastes like and so everything tastes like chicken? See, that's weird. I'm quite literally asking if, like, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the descendant of dinosaurs taste the same as they did. No, no, I, I would guess not. I would guess, like, Unless there was a giant chicken. Because ostrich doesn't taste like chicken. How do you know? Have you had ostrich before? No, but I've seen people eat ostrich and they say it's very gamey. You gonna, you're just going to take the word of random people then? Yes. That's but I, I don't think anything tastes like chicken. I think the reason chicken tastes like chicken is because uh, of how we have conditioned chickens to live. Uh, so they're very not gamey. They're very mm, monotone flavors. Also, Just because of how they live and grow. Also, um, we are assuming that a chicken and ostrich are related, but I do not think they are. Aren't they? They're birds. Aren't like a chicken and a duck related in some form? I do not think a chicken and a duck are related. <laughs> Aren't they like the same like avian bloodline? It just at some point, a mama mm-hmm. duck and a mama a papa chicken fucked, and then now we have just straight ducks. Or straight chickens? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, dog. Luckily, Google is free, so uh, <laughs> I can just I can just hit this up real quick. Uh, parrots are close relatives to falcons. Oh, okay. Pigeons are more closely related to flamingos than they are crows, and ducks are related to chickens. I was right. Look at that. I'm always right, dog. But, I see it one time and sticks in my trapper. Okay. Okay, but ostriches are not really are not like that, you know. Yeah, understandable. You know, they're big ass flight birds, where chickens are flightless birds. Ostriches cannot fly, man. Ostriches can fly. They cannot fly. They can fly farther than chickens. They they cannot fly. <laughs> ostriches can fly. They can fly. You know flight. what? Let's play another game. Of <laughs> no, wait. Google is free. Can ostriches, ostriches fly? fly? The answer is no. I I could have swore they could fly, but on. they're fast as hell. I honestly thought they like ran, like sped to like their sixty miles an hour jump and like flap <laughs> little tiny wings. <laughs> I think like top speed's forty. Guess what? Google's free. <laughs> Let's see how fast it is. How fast can an ostrich run? Forty-three miles per hour. That was close. You. You know. thought they could fly, bro. <laughs> hey, 
hey, dog, you know, some They're things not some in planes. This... <laughs> they don't just run at full speed and put out their wings I in the air curve and brings them up. Maybe that's how the people who made the planes came up with the idea. They were walking around, they saw an ostrich run super fast, and then slowly lift off the ground and just glide. Adult ostriches weigh between 250 and 300 pounds. Yeah, no. And it is that. nine feet tall. Imagine a linebacker running at you like that. And he puts out his arms and he's not going to start <laughs> floating. Hey, I, I thought maybe it was a possibility, dog. What I know about ostriches, I've never seen one. This is what I'm saying. You use an ostrich as a <laughs> comparison is weird. You know, speaking of comparisons, oh. you know that uh, there's a conspir- comparison to the Loch Ness Monster in... A America? A comparison. Conspiracy <laughs> comparison, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Comparison. And that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about the cryptid of New York and Vermont and a little bit of Canada called we're in Canada. Champ. Uh, Quebec. I was really hoping you'd mess that up. Nah, Quebec. Yeah, we're uh, talking about Champ today. Also known as Champy. Mm-hmm. The Loch Ness Monster of America. Bro, ain't it kind of weird that, like, there's so many Loch Ness Monsters out there? <laughs> yeah. Or type, Loch Ness Monster type uh, thingies in, like, water. It's not even, like, oceans and shit. It's lakes. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like, <laughs> what's stopping us from exploring a lake? You feel me? Right? A lake that's only, like, 100 feet deep at max. <laughs> okay, well, Google is free, and I feel I feel like a hundred feet. It was, yeah, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I well, the know. like Lake Chaplin, for example, where Champ is, is one hundred twenty-five miles long, body of fresh water, uh, shared by Vermont, New York, and a little bit of Canada. Four hundred feet. Oh, so yeah, it's not very deep for a big monster to be hiding. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I can almost touch the bottom if I swim. <laughs> uh, and what's interesting about this one compared to Loch Ness. So Loch Ness, we've talked about in a previous podcast. Uh, while it is very popular, not very many sightings of it. Like The sightings are very uh, limited and well documented. But with this, with Champ, there have been over 300 reported sightings of it. Uh, so at least 300 people have went out of their way to document that they've seen this creature in the lake, in Lake Chaplin. Uh, and the earliest one, which is why uh, the lake is called Lake Chaplin, happened uh, in 1609 by Samuel D. Chaplin, which is the founder of Quebec, interestingly enough, and the namesake for the lake. Uh, Apparently, people have come up and said that he is the earliest source of seeing it, uh, while the document that they point to doesn't directly state it. Uh, They said that Chaplin has been quoted in papers that he saw a 20-foot serpent thick as a barrel and had a head like a horse. I'm gonna I'm keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck fitting with you. I just found this body of water. I named it after myself. I want people to know about it. I think like, shit. I saw a dinosaur too. Is it, so, is, I'll go say. Like, is that something you think people would think of in 1609? Like, 
like don't get me wrong, legacy is always a human concept in, that they in strive for. Sixteen oh nine, being a founder of a place, right? Mm-hmm. Already, and then finding like a lake to name yourself, people are gonna believe whatever the hell you say, or mm-hmm. like you're gonna have believers and like less skeptics, right? Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, yeah skeptics. Sure. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. I mean, how else do legends become legends, right? Like, mm-hmm. someone needs to start bullshitting. Not sure. Sure. Or missee something and then be like over exaggerating it because it's just human nature. You over exaggerate things and make it more interesting naturally. Like, yeah, same with uh, like mermaids. That's how mermaids became popular. You got uh, sailors out in the the ocean or seas, and they're out there for a long time, and they mistake uh, what frick my brain went manatees, manatees uh, as mermaids or these creatures and they got sirens uh which can be a lot of times are contributed to just seasickness for the sailors or sea illnesses uh for the sailors for being out there on their own for so long yeah i mean you know you just take and i think i think it just makes things more interesting too to be fair. yeah like, hey guys i found a lake or hey guys i found a lake named it after myself and there's a fucking dinosaur in it which one just sounds cool? Uh, so yeah, so eighteen sixteen oh nine is the first reported. Uh, in eighteen nineteen, so two hundred years later, plus, uh, a report from a Plattsburgh Republican publication, uh, titled "Cape and Serpent on Lake Chaplin," uh, reports that a Captain Crum. Uh, cited an enormous uh, monster. He estimated the monster to be 187 feet long and approximately 200 yards away from him. Do you think he, like, reached out his hands to measure that? You know what I'm saying? Like, when he was telling people, he was like, it was at least this big. <laughs> I mean, how he would have to see it, like, to estimate 187 feet from 200 yards away, so two football fields away. Yeah, for him, he probably had to spread his hands, like, only like two feet apart because that's the size of it and so he just he was like well if it's this far away let's just god i don't know how you come up with that guesstimation of like oh yeah it was 187 feet long uh but despite the great distance he claimed to have witnessed it being followed by two large sturgeons and a billfish uh, it is wild. <laughs> that I saw this giant monster, but then I also saw a couple sturgeons and a couple other fish following it. Uh, it might have been a log. I'm not sure. Bro, that's insane. Like, okay, <laughs> seeing that thing from 200 yards, mm-hmm. there. See, seeing the other two things behind it and being able to get a detailed, sub- I'm assuming he has a detailed like description, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Being that. able to have a detailed description of something that far away is insane. Maybe he had one of those like pirate, yeah, uh, he might have had a uh, yeah, those telescopes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. telescope, yeah, maybe he had a telescope. I mean, what are they called? Uh, Google's your friend, uh, like telescope. I just said it's it. not a telescope. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like a, thing. It's like an or something. Uh, it is but yeah, called he, 
a pirate telescope. No way, it's called a pirate telescope. Yeah, I just Google what is a pirate <laughs> telescope called? And it just said pirate <laughs> spyglass, I guess you could spy call glass. it. Spyglass, yeah, spyglass. That's what but it is. It's a spy telescope. Glass. It's literally it is spyglass. What is... They call it a spyglass in heart. I'm calling it a spyglass right. in life. What is a pirate spyglass called? Telescope. The telescope. <laughs> Often called, bring them near. Like, what? What do you want? <laughs> it's a telescope. Uh, he, but he, he had to have one because he said that it had three teeth and the eye colors of peeled onions. That's how you know this was from eighteen nineteen. Who, who, who compares the colors to peeled onions? <laughs> what a color is that? Is that just like a whitish, uh, yellow white? Yeah, Wait, red onion. Yellow onion? See, <laughs> uh, he did say he also described the monsters having a belt of red around its neck and a white star on its forehead. This Sounds dude like a saw a Nazi. <laughs> saw a Nazi. <laughs> Nazi dinosaurs. That's crazy. Oh, that is what? Like, how do you like come up with this stuff? That's wild. Uh, eighteen eighty-three is the next sighting of this creature, uh, a sheriff named Mooney claimed that he had seen a water serpent about 20 rods. That's it. Uh, depending on I, what rod we're measuring, like if it's my rods, that's only like 60 inches. <laughs> and, uh, in this uh, instance, it is equivalent to 110 yards. Okay, so not mine. Got from it. where he was on the shore. He claimed that he was so close he could see round white spots inside his mouth. And that the creature appeared to be about twenty-five to thirty feet in length. Uh, Mooney sighting led to many more alleged eyewitnesses coming around that time. Because if the sheriff sees it, you can't have a crazy sheriff. Because then all the villains are going to come to your town and take advantage. <sighs> so you know everybody in this uh, in the city or town that it happened in ran over to the lake. I was like, I see it too. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, again, it's back in the time where, like, one or two people start saying it. And it's like, hell yeah, you're right. There was a dinosaur in that lake all along. <laughs> and then now we get to what makes this a tourist destination. Like, so all that history uh, is easily debunkable. But then, but then, in 1977, mm -hmm. a woman on vacation. With her family, takes Wait, a picture. With her family, fuck. With her family, takes a picture. It, <laughs> takes a picture that uh, shows the monster with its head out of the lake. Okay. Uh, this is the issue, though. The entire bay of the lake where the photograph was reportedly was taken is no deeper than fourteen feet. Okay, so maybe it wasn't that big. Maybe people have been. Saying it's bigger than it actually is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, you, it has you know, been only you, men up I'm until this you point. It's eight inches. It has been only men up to this point saying talking about <laughs> how big it is. So, like, the chances are very good that they may have over exaggerated it a little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they sent the photo to get, uh, authenticated and the person who was authenticating realized that the two most vital elements in verifying the photo were missing 
she didn't have the negative. She said she threw away the negative and uh, could not locate where she snapped the photo. Okay, so she's lying. That's what it comes down to. Like, if you have the negative, you're able to blow it up and see it in greater detail. And then while the picture should have given away the location to not know exactly where you took it. I guess that makes sense. Like I've taken tons of pictures and I couldn't tell you the exact location that I was standing when I took it, but still weird that she threw away the negative. If she was going to authenticate the picture. Yeah, I don't, it's weird. It is very weird. Uh, so there hasn't been too many recent sightings. Uh, there was one, a video taken by a fisherman, uh, named Dick and his stepson, Pete, uh, in 2005. <laughs> I don't uh, know why that's funny. I, it's funny. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just ventures of Dick and Pete out here. Fuck it. We're going to go on to dinosaurs. Uh, they said that, uh, the images may be interpreted as the either the head or neck of a pilesaur like animal. Uh, so just like a long neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people are thinking it might just be an eel, just a large eel, freshwater eel. The FBI, two retired FBI people looked at it and it was like, yeah, it could be whatever. Uh, but yeah, other than that, there hasn't been too many things. A lot of people are saying that yeah, it could be eels, or they could be a part of the crocodile family and just be large crocodiles, freshwater crocodiles. Uh, but in the heart of that town and the Chaplin Lake, Champ will always be their breadwinner. Uh, it's, it's an important part of the culture, obviously, for the city. Uh has such a large history. They have Champ Day there. Uh, the Vermont has a baseball team uh, where the mascot is Lake Monster. And so, yeah, uh, they have definitely rallied around Champ as a folklore hero, cryptid for the town in a tourist destination. I mean, hell yeah, honestly. You gotta, uh, gotta do what you gotta do. Became so popular, apparently, that just last year, uh, a feature film, dramatic film, Lucy and the Lake Monster, was in the works about a young orphan girl and her gun- grandfather looking for Champ. Oh, that's also kind of sick. Yeah, it could be interesting. Apparently, it was based off a child's best-selling child's novel and turned into a movie. I uh, went into post production uh, in May, so just this past May, uh, with plans to screen in theaters and stream on Netflix and other outlets if it obviously gets picked up. Oh, yeah, that'd be kind of sick. Um, I have to watch it just because. Yeah. It's, it's super dope. Like, when was the last time you saw a Loch Ness Monster movie? Is there a Loch Ness Monster movie? Um, Google's our best friend. Google is free. <laughs> Google is free. Loch Ness Monster movie. It looks like there was one in two uh 2009 called The Water Horse. 
2007, sorry. And there is us. There's it's called the Water Horse. Yeah. There's a Loch Ness horror or Loch Ness horror movie. Looks like it's coming out. Um, and then there is uh, Loch Ness, which was a fantasy adventure film in '96. That's all I've seen so far. Mm, million dollar idea, dog. Possibly billion dollar. Possibly trillion dollar idea. Okay. A analog anthology. Anthology. Series, yeah, oh, yeah, a yeah. where we go through each cryptid as a horror monster. Oh, I mean, most of them already are, yeah, but ours will be connected, they're all connected by a mystical force, yeah, mystical force, a giant spider in the sky, yeah, yeah, and they hunt all these people in like this weird realm that's just dead by daylight, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we use cryptids. They use villains. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys, everybody, for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we were going to be coming out with more cryptids on a regular basis now that we're back home. We're done traveling. It's winter, so we're selling in to put in work. Uh, Alec, do you know what time it is? No. What time is it? It is time for your shout-out. All right, shout out to all the people who knew ostriches don't fly. Uh, this doesn't apply to Randy, apparently. Like, sucks to suck, nerd. But, hey, you know, that's where we're at, at at this point, I guess. he's He is almost 35, by the way. Just just going to put that out there. Kind of crazy. Kinda I don't crazy. know what's wrong, dog. <laughs> I never said ostriches could fly. I just said they run really fast. <laughs> and then jump in the air and glide. It's flying. Right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Again, thank you guys. Um, thank make you. Make sure to follow us on all of our sites. Hypothetically Sound on Podbean, on WordPress, on Twitter, on Facebook. We're everywhere. Uh, give us a like. We post daily on most of our content. Uh, if you want to look at Alex Art, you can go on Tumblr. You can go on Instagram, Free Alec or Alec of the West, or Alec or I don't know what names you go by nowadays probably just the first one that i said um but until next time you guys have a wonderful day deuces have a good time bye bye thank you for listening to hypothetically sound we hope you enjoyed the episode all episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com as well as on apple spotify and pandora for full on edited video versions of the podcast please visit us at youtube.com slash hypothetically sound.